0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lion Trust multi-asset podcast. I'm James Smith and as ever, I'm joined by our head of multi-asset, John Hustleby. Hi, John. Good day. Um, the key tenants of our multi-asset approach at Lion Trust are suitability, suitability, transparency and value for money. Transparency is at the forefront of today. Obviously, with things going in with everything that's going in on the market, we want to be fully transparent. We want to communicate with our clients. Um, everyone will be well aware what's what 's been going on over the last couple of weeks with coronavirus with the market falls we don 't want to dwell too much on what 's happened. We want to talk more about your messages for clients John but to give us some context to start off could you could could you could you set the scene for us uh, to talk to us about what's uh, what's happened over the last couple of weeks
1: yeah sure thank you james um, so I think our starting point has to be the u s equity market it 's the largest market in the world and if we look at the s p it recorded its historic high on the 19th of February so you know just a, a few weeks ago and it's fair to say for a number of months m- many people may say for a number of years it's been climbing that so-called uh, wall of worry what's triggered the forwards in market is this failure to contain obviously, the the COVID-19 flu Uh, despite that large-scale quarantine you know the scale of uh, number of people in quarantine that's you know similar size to the UK so uh, been able to uh, not contain in one country uh, let alone uh, one single state Uh, but the other thing the other factor I think you have to bear in mind here is um, what has been a a rather public spat over um, the cutting of oil production between Russia and, and OPEC where I suppose the Saudis have been have been very involved in that so as a result we've tipped into bear territory so bear market territory typically defined as a drop in the market of 20 uh, percent it's fair to say that the speed the magnitude of the market decline uh, has been fairly extraordinary very much driven by emotion with very limited facts on what is a brand new disease
0: I mean, obviously we, we, we can't say anything with a huge amount of clarity but what, what, what's, what, are the macro, what, what are the macro impacts that, that, that we've seen so far? And what, what, what can we say looking out into, into the future about the, the macro impact of, of, of those events you've, you've just talked about?
1: Yeah, well, set aside the catalyst. Um, you know, what's this all about? In, in market terms, I- investors, commentators are, are alike are reacting to what is a classic growth scare. However, a growth scare, which is different this time round because we have both a a supply and a demand shock happening all all at once. We've seen um, central banks, they've already responded rapidly. Emergency policy uh, slashing interest rates, whether that's in the US or just the middle of this week. Um, You know, obviously in the UK as well, 75 down to 25 basis points. Lines of credit central banks have done as well. However, This is not the case right around the world there are certain central banks that are still trying to recover from the last global financial crisis here i suppose the best examples i can talk about is the ecb and japan ecb zero uh in terms of uh interest rates uh bank of japan is negative uh in in that respect so So they've got limited firepower basically well the limited firepower you're right qe they can do more qe so here now, with your know, global trade, I suppose, almost grinding to a halt, loss of working hours, loss of productivity in that respect, the uh, stay away consumer, um, you know, it's now going to be left up like it was last time uh, to governments around the world to unite and uh, very much try to very quickly uh, fill the void and the gap that's left.
0: Obviously, we're talking about some short term time frames here, but could you talk about? What's been the impact on, on your portfolios of, of what's been going on?
1: Well, naturally, we too are disappointed with uh, the, the declines in our risk portfolios, um, you know, uh, year to date. Al- although clearly the long term games remain, remain firmly intact. I mean, when it comes to managing our portfolios and the target risk portfolios that we manage on behalf of our clients, you know, we see that inflation is the main enemy to maintaining the value of savings and growing savings. And the equity markets have been shown over time to be the best driver of long-term growth in portfolios. So all portfolios are exposed to the global equity markets and then in line with suitability which we talked about earlier on uh in line with suitability they'll be diversified into bonds and other non-traditional asset classes to really you know, fit within the appropriate uh, volatility bands with the turbulence that we've seen in recent weeks you know those volatility bands well you know most portfolios now are really sitting at, at the edges uh, of that
0: again with, with the proviso this is very short term we're talking about something that um, i'm sure some of your investors some of your clients will have seen is the the higher risk portfolios in the range have absolutely outperformed the medium risk a, a, in a falling market you you wouldn't expect that could, could you explain why that's happened no you wouldn't expect that at all you wouldn't expect that
1: in the long term and this is the long term where the portfolios are constructed and maintained and managed for and however short term you can have these anomalies but what i'd say is the process is not broken Uh, The process is still working and actually by evidence of, as you say, the high risk outperforming the mid risk. Now, for some time, you and I have been talking about, we've been writing about the fact that we have preferred the emerging markets to the developing markets. And when we talk about developing markets, it's really the U.S. So, you know, the U.S. has been the outstanding uh, perform, uh, performance in the last decade or so against the rest of the world and what I said about investing is that you know clearly it's best to think about the downside before we think about the upside in markets and therefore we're always trying to look for value uh, and the value we've been seeing in markets has been in Asia and it has been an emerging markets so in the falls that we've seen um, you know emerging markets in Asia and by the way, the high risk portfolio, there's your clue, has uh, a large percentage of those types of assets to get the long term risk have fallen less than developed markets. And just one example, the very epicenter of the whole you know, COVID-19 has been China. And, you know, markets are moving quite rapidly. But as I sit here today, that market is down no more than 5%. Uh, as I said, the rest of the markets are in bear markets of 40 yeah, to twenty percent.
0: S and is down something like twenty. I think, things not it? So yes.
1: Yeah, so yeah. there we are. So that's what explains it basically in the short term. Our expectations in the long term that that all catches up with itself.
0: Of course, um, I'm going to ask you to. It's obviously a, a very difficult thing to do, but I'm going to try and ask you to look into the future to, to some extent. I mean, what 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 can we what can we expect next? Obviously, things are changing not just by the day, but by the hour, by the minute. But what, 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 can, you, what can you say to investors about what, what to expect over the, over the weeks and months ahead?
1: Yeah, clearly, I mean, clearly we've been here before.
0: Um, this
1: effectively you know, established as a bear market. If it remains down 20% for a period of time, then this will be effectively the fourth bear market that I've witnessed and I've managed money through. Uh, and every time a different type of catalyst every time a different type of time horizon but equally every time similar reactions in the markets so what I'm expecting now and we're already seeing as well you know it is as you said a very fluid uh, t- a situation but what we're seeing at the moment is uh, basically investors looking to establish a new base a new bottom for this market and in doing so we'll expect to see you know uh, increased volatility now what does that mean in terms of numbers I think the best way to explain it is that typically in a if there's any th- such thing as an average year but in normal conditions you know a large movement in a day would be up 2% or down 2% we would react to that as a as a sort of a, a day uh, of extremes and yep. you know we've done that type of analysis over the years but you know we've seen days of you know 10% down and we're likely to see days of up 8% up yeah what you see is that the worst days in markets are typically followed by some of the best days in markets uh, and that's what we're gonna see so you know in doing so stick to the strategy Uh, we'll stick to our process don't panic and stay invested
0: okay you you, just in that in that last sentence you've you've talked about some of the key messages that we that we want to reiterate to clients I mean in in previous podcasts Anyone who's come to see one of your presentations will have heard you talk about patient investing. I think obviously that's going to be very much to the to the forefront now. C- can you can you explain just what you mean by that and and why you, why you feel it's going to be absolutely necessary and and what I guess what we can safely say are going to be fairly volatile, a fairly volatile few months or or even further out.
1: Yeah, patient investing is is as you said, it's the real foundation to uh our process and indeed offering the target risk portfolios that we do when i look at successful uh investors and you know and indeed a lot of our underlying fund managers that we work with you know some of their attributes one of their key attributes is you know, taking a focus on the long term being patient coupled with you know um, applying their um style and approach their process on a consistent, repeatable uh, manner. So, for us, as I said, we are invested in equities and diverse, diversified uh, into other asset classes to get the suitability in terms of the risk profiles. But what we know. About equities is that they do not go up in a straight line yeah. linear fashion is what we would we would technically call it they do not go out in a straight in a, a straight line and you know um, you know we know that long-term success in investment it, it would we need to expect you know corrections pullbacks and like we might be witnessing today bear markets but in doing so by sticking with it you know we get the long-term reward now you know the other i suppose a question following that really is well you know if you are in a bear market then you know is there some opportunity for us to to make some money perhaps you should have been asking that <laughs> question not me but but i think the answer the, the answer to that is yeah look there's no doubt uh, there will be a chance for us to increase our um our, our risk appetite at some point bonds have become more expensive I think well I think hopefully you would agree with that uh, and, and I think equally you would agree with that uh, you know equities are certainly cheaper than they were were a couple of weeks ago Yeah. you know so we'll have an opportunity but in the meantime this is not to say nothing's happening in your portfolio yeah
0: because the underlying fund managers you they'll know be, they'll be finding opportunities yeah. they'll be they'll, they stick to a process yeah. and they'll, they'll be finding cheaper stocks obviously. yeah I mean so you
1: know I, I came back into the
0: office you know
1: yesterday afternoon Um, you know uh, fund managers I've sit on the fund management floor there are fund managers there looking through the markets looking through the stocks looking to see things that basically have just been thrown out you know uh, and see if there's some bargains there you know they're not panicking we're not panicking we're maintaining our long term strategy and really you know pardon the pun here but really you know the best uh, vaccine for the market is going to be time
0: okay great um as we said right at the start, transparency is central to, to everything we do on, on, on the multi-asset portfolio. So I'm sure we'll, we're going to be talking and, and writing about these, these events over the, over the weeks and months to come. That's all we've got time for today. So uh, as ever, John, thanks very much for your time and thanks everybody for listening.